I don't even know why you doubt me. You just you just clicked. I'm your freaking form. gangster. <laughs> Shit, motherfuckers better recognize. Covering you from your LB1 to your taxi squad, this is IDP Nation. Manning back, bouncing fire to the far side. It's intercepted and running into a touchdown. Your home for the best in IDP and draft coverage. Daniel has time in the pocket, steps up, and he's going to be hit from the side, and he's going down. That's a sack. Here are the hosts of IDP Nation, Hollywood and Kyle B. Don't ever doubt me, Kyle. Don't ever, <laughs> ever doubt me. I have no words after you just clicked record and, and uh, kicked it off. That's how we roll. I ain't scared. Oh, my goodness. We just come off a fabulous one-on-one session with one of our our listeners, our Patreons. Yeah. Thank you, uh, Steven. Steven, shout yeah. Out to Steven. Shout yeah. out, Steven. That was a lot of fun. We went over his leagues and some... Over an hour we sat down and talked yeah. to him. So we talked multiple uh, leagues, yeah. Yeah, we talked pros, we talked college, we talked keep trade cut stuff, um, and then just straight talked football. Offense, all- defense, yeah. campus to Canton. Yep. Um yeah. He, he had a ton of success last year and even knocked you out of a couple uh playoff matchups. So he um, did. Yeah, Steven had a heck of a year and and uh He's got some good squads, man. That was a lot of fun. That, that was that was awesome. Yep. He was the um, Debbie IDP Grind Listener League winner, both campus and Canton. So he Clean doubled sweep. up in the same league. Yeah. Clean sweep. Yeah. Clean sweep. Uh, got a couple, uh, couple of rings. Not one, but a couple of rings. That's right. Yeah. You got some the, nice uh, bling bling from our guys yeah. over at uh, over at a Trophy Smack. Dot com. Yeah. Go check them out. Um, yep. Working on well, something for our buddy Dooge on the uh, in the league that we're in, the um, Defense Wins Championships League. So working on a big title belt. So yeah, go check them out. They are awesome. Helped us out. Kyle, yeah, those rings are nice. A, oh yeah, they're freaking blinging, blinging. Yeah. yeah. Put your eyes out. Yeah, they are nice. Bring all you, bring all the girls to the yard. Yeah, you know I'm right, Kyle. They are awesome. I'm not gonna lie. You know how those girls are. Anything shiny and blinging, they all over it. All right. Yeah, you know, you know. Kyle, don't lie. Don't lie, Kyle. Hey, anyway, it's good to be back. It is. Cut me off. That's all right. Well, you you know, I don't know where you're going sometimes, so we're just gonna. That's a good thing because I don't know where I'm going sometimes. I know you don't. But uh, no, it's good to be back. Last week we talked um, Combine. Obviously, we, combine. Are well, we are well in the uh, draft process here. Combine was a big week, and there was a lot to like and a lot to take away from it. And 
Um, it's almost like we didn't have time to digest it because we went straight from the combine into I, this free agency crap. I totally agree. I was just gonna <laughs> I totally totally agree, and that's that's uh, what I was gonna say. I'm like, it's it feels like we had all this buzz from the combine, and there was some guys that tested real well and showed out, and then all of a sudden we just rolled into this free agency craziness that's going on right now. So yep, we got um, pro days going on, and yep, yep, it's this. "Quote unquote illegal tampering period, which is just so well stupid to me. Just that that was Monday, and that Monday and Tuesday. Monday Tuesday deals are official today. It's Wednesday, yes. right? I hope so. <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> yes, it? yeah. So oh, there today was... is Wednesday. So yeah, I, I think today at four o'clock um, Eastern Standard Time, I think they became it, but officially became." legal right i never understood the illegal tampering period because everybody around no it's legal it's it's not illegal tampering it's legal tampering well whatever yeah it uh, which is an oxymoron (laughs) that's so stupid tampering and it's legal that's bullshit oh i know those deals get done and then wednesday they become official whatever but it's been a wild ride but yeah you're right um what a freaking past two days and now they're legal Oh, yeah. And so we're going to skip the news and notes this week because basically our news and notes is going to be all the moves that's went down. Yep. And um, Kyle has done a freaking fantastic job setting these up. Uh, so he's got them broke down by, by position, the player, what they got, and all that. And we're going to go over uh, what they mean for both the team, the player, fantasy yeah. wise. There was a lot to take in. Um, I just oh, want to take, right. I want to take a minute to give a big shout out to the guys at the IDP show, um, Adam, Josh, and Bob. They have um, a live free agent tracker that has all the free agents, and they update it as they sign each day. And it's a really nice uh, way to keep up on things. As far as there's just tons of signings going on, and and they they have a live sheet going, and they update it daily, and. I swear I pulled a lot, literally all of this from there. I went there and I just went to each each position and, and broke it up. So, like, shout out to Adam, Josh, and Bob for uh, at the at the guys at the IDP show for making that tracker and making it a one stop shop for for us IDP degenerates to see where all these guys are signing, whether they're re-signing or going to new teams. So, um, I just wanted to make sure we shouted those guys out because that tool is awesome and um, it's where I got a lot of these contracts and the information from so check that out make sure you, you give those guys a follow and check out their show and check out all the all the awesome stuff they put out right so before we jump into this i know we kind of mentioned trophy smack um supporting our listener leagues with the rings and, and possibly a belt for dwc that dude runs um we want to thank mfl because they host our leagues on the NFL side, hopefully we can get them to do the camp, uh, the campus side pretty soon. I'm working on it. Um, uh, be sure to check them out. We thank them. We got a lot going on. We got all kinds of stuff going on that we'll get to here in a few minutes. Um, Kyle, I'm going to let you lead the way. So we're going to jump into edge signings real quick. Um, yeah, let's uh, let's 
let's let's lead right into uh right into the signings here and kick it off with the edge dudes man um the first the first guy was uh, actually this signing happened last week and we covered it right harold landry yeah go ahead yep uh so Harold, we we covered this last week so we have to but uh harold landry resigned with the titans five years 87 and a half million um like we said last week big signing for your uh for your Titans, um, we we talked about that um, a little bit in detail last week. So we'll we'll go to the next guy here. Um, next on the list here is Emmanuel Ogba. He resigned with um, the Miami Dolphins on a four-year, sixty-five million dollar deal. Um, then we had Hassan Reddick um, signed with Philadelphia on a three-year, forty-five million dollar deal, and. Then we had Randy Gregory, which was a little bit of a flip here because he initially signed with Dallas, and then um, what I don't even know. Within an hour, it, it reported he flipped and went to Denver on a five-year, seventy million dollar deal. So that was uh, that was pretty wild. Um, so yeah, I guess very we we covered. We'll just kind of do them in groups here. So we covered Landry a little bit last week, and then as far as Ogba staying put in Miami. Reddick in signing with Philly and Randy Gregory in Denver. Um, yeah, I'm saying, I'm saying any of those guys really pop to you as far as increased value, decreased value. Uh, so, yeah, I'm just going to do a quick rundown. Landry, love that for the Titans, five years, 87 and a half. Um, I was hoping they wouldn't overpay, and I don't think that that's really an overpay. Um, I think that's like uh, 17 – and a half million or whatever. So I think that's good for them. They needed that push pass rusher, especially next to um, Bud Dupree. So I like that. Ogba really intrigues me. Um, you said they signed him for four years, 65 and a half million, which is roughly 15, just a little over 15 and a half maybe, which is not bad because – he played two years in Miami. Yep. He's had nine sacks each year. Exactly. He's had 18 sacks in two seasons. He's had 45 quarterback hits in those two seasons. Yeah. The 18 sacks and the 14 – or shit. The 18 sacks and the 45 QB hits are more than he had – previously in his career combined. So he's excelled down there in Miami. I think he's a good fit down there, especially next to uh, Christian Wilkinson, some of those guys with what they're building. Um, it's almost like he's kind of under the radar a little bit. So he would be a guy for me. I think he's a guy that I would target a little bit. In they trades, got a new regime would, coming in there. Yeah, but um, I, the fact that they re-signed him, that tells me yeah. they, they see the value. Right. Um, no, I agree. Yep. So if I'm a fantasy manager or fantasy owner, I'm kind of – he's a guy I'm kind of targeting because I think he's okay. a little underrated. You know, he's not a big name. He's not an Indomitian suit. He's not Aaron Donald. He's not some of your, you know, DeForest Buckners. He's not some of your big names, but he's producing. Mm -hmm. Nine sacks a year, 20 – what did I say, 45? So 22-plus um, uh, quarterbacks hit, hits a year – that's some top end production that you can get for probably half of what you can get a Buckner or a Donald for, or even more. So he's a guy I would target 
if if you're looking to make moves and you're in um, position specific leagues, naturally, mm-hmm. if you're in general leagues, you're not looking at defensive tackles. But um, mm-hmm. I, I think he's a guy I'm targeting for sure. And um, so let's just take a look here on the old IDP Nation Listener League on MFL where he finished. He finished like the as gander, Kyle. He finished defensive end thirteen, so you you feel like he'll hold at that def, at that say de two, um, production level. Oh yeah, easily, easily, okay. easily. And he's probably not going to cost you a ton, but he's somebody you would you'd you like to get 13, out of. Even if he drops, I don't know. I mean, I he's think, the, well, he basically at, at thirteen, he's at the top. If you're doing a twelve team league, he's at the top of yeah, the but I think, range. I think so. like Neil Hunter kind of missed some time. Even if you've got two or three players that are bouncing back, sure, sure, he's still a top end tier two guy. You okay, know? so and he's not going to cost you a ton. Exactly, um, he's not going to cost you okay. what the big names are. So okay. he's a guy I would I would make a play for for sure. Right on, right on. I don't know if you feel the same way. I mean, if you if, if you think I'm wrong, tell me. No, I mean I. I agree. He's not going to cost you a ton. And I mean, he's been pretty steady here these last two years. Obviously there's a new regime coming in, but they paid him well. Um, they must feel like him and Jalen Phillips are going to be a nice tandem for him. So um, I, yeah, I, I, I dig it. I, I, I can get on board with that for sure. Um, Hassan Reddick with, with Philadelphia here on a three year $45 million deal. Um, what's, what's your thoughts on, on Reddick? Because I'm going to throw this out first. So this is okay. this is a tweet that um, let me just find it here that our buddy uh, John Macri at PFF, PFF Macri shout out to John if you're not following him make sure you follow John because the dude just drops the fire all the time great guy bombs yeah he's awesome uh, great dude and he's just smart as could be and he's always dropping just super awesome info for us IDP guys um, so he tweeted this out after he signed he said. Reddick played a very high 852 defensive snaps in 2021 with the Panthers. Um, a lot of his production has been volume-based. So the Eagles have not had an edge rusher play more than 800 snaps since 2015. So um, does he get the same volume? You know, if, if like Macri said, um, a little bit of volume-based. He was playing along with Brian Burns. That doesn't hurt because Brian Burns is one of the better pass rushers in the entire league. Um, so, Reddick, Reddick's a tricky one for me. I'm, I'm not. I'm personally not going to pay up for him with the. In the uh, if I have him, I'm okay. But I'm not. I'm not going out to get him right now. I don't know. I don't know how you feel. No, I'm kind of in the same boat. I mean, I'm not going to overpay for him. I'm not going to aggressively go after him. I mean, he had 23 and a half sacks in the last two years, 2020, 2021. So 23 and a half sacks, 34 QB hits. Um, right. He's been, you know, he's, he's, like, he's been playing, he's been putting up production. Now I got to take that away from him. Right. Yeah. He's played that out line, outside linebacker position, kind of that edge role. Well, finally, he got, mis- he got miscast in Arizona to start his career, and he's – Right, but here's my, here's my thoughts, because they do some of that 3-4 stuff. You're going to Philadelphia, who's pretty known for 4-3 stuff. I think he definitely – 
I think he definitely hinders Derek Barnett, Josh Sweat, which well, Barnett's, have, Barnett's, Barnett's a free agent. Well, both of them over the past few years have kind of hurt each other, right? They've kind of took away from each other. So I think you bring in Hassan Reddick, even if Barnett's gone, I think he still kind of hinders what Josh Sweat does. Now, my question is, are they going to line him up at defensive end? How and how does he how does he play that? Because he's been an outside linebacker. Now I know right. in fantasy we're, we're talking edge, which is defensive end, outside linebacker combined. But in the NFL, that's different. There's a huge difference there. Um, so let me ask you this: you, Are you trying to cash out then? If you can get something for him coming off another solid year, as far as if you look at if, yeah, if you look at his if, you, if you're looking just straight at his, his sack totals. I think you, I, yeah. I think if, if you can get a decent deal for him, I think you go ahead and and make that move because he's been okay. a linebacker his whole career. Despite the early struggles, he was more of an inside guy. Because if you remember, he transitioned from safety in college. Right. He went from safety to kind of more of that or in the box safety to that linebacker role. And then he kind of got moved to the outside linebacker role where he kind of flourished the last two years. Right. And he he finished as the fifth overall defensive end in the in the listener league. Right. So. I mean for me, if you can if you can get the right deal for him, I'm selling. Okay. Um, I am too. If nobody knocks your socks off, then you know you, you kind of hold on to him and yep. whatever. Yeah. And just and I see guess how it, it kind of depends out. on what you got invested in him, too, right. you know. Right. Um, yeah, it's a little worrisome with that with that staff from you know from Macri pointing out that you know there hasn't been a huge volume defensive end in, in Philly. It kind of worries me, and that's somebody that we'll get to in a minute, like Chandler Jones. He's kind of played both, right? He's right. kind of played three, four, four, three defensive end, outside linebacker, edge. He's kind of done all that. Right. Well, let's ju- Reddick, let's Reddick's let's, really not done that. So for me, right. for him, that kind of scares me a little bit. Sure. I no, would, yeah. If yeah. you can get the right deal, I'm moving on from him. Um, me too. I, I agree with that. Um, not that – I mean, obviously he's been productive, not taking away from what he's done. Right. And a couple of nice years here, really. I mean, like I said, the E5 in the listener league. But, yeah, the, the move to Philly doesn't excite me a ton, I guess. So um, – and then the last of that first group we talked about here, Randy Gregory going to Denver after flip, flip-flopping from initially going to Dallas. Now he's going to Denver. Uh, five years, $70 million. Um, Interesting. Oh, um, yeah. He freaking <laughs> oh, he freaking lit, lit Dallas up, right? Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, that was uh, that was quite the the events that transpired there within that. So, from what I've understood, Dallas is kind of like, hey, you know, we've stuck with you here, you know, through all mm-hmm. your trials and tribulations and ups and downs, and we're gonna give you this deal, right? And um, I think he was like, okay. Then Denver come knocking. And they were like, we'll we'll cut more or less. They said, we'll match that. They did, yeah. It's the same numbers. So uh, I think he kind of said, you know what? You know, Dallas has stuck with me or whatever. 
I'm going to stay in Dallas. But apparently, once the final language was um, came out, you know, in the contract, there was some uh, a couple of clauses. As long as he didn't get suspended for uh, uh, not performance enhancing drugs, but as long as he didn't get suspended, getting in trouble. As long as he didn't get in trouble. As long as he didn't get in trouble, you know, marijuana, PEDs, whatever have you. As long as he didn't violate the substance abuse. That's what I was trying to say. As long as he didn't violate that, it was good. Right. And I guess, you know, he kind of, it was brought to his attention. He's like, whoa. You know, I guess he already had an agreement in place with him. And he's like, whoa. I'm not doing this. Well, it know? wasn't, and it wasn't official because it was legal tampering time. So exactly, and we like, saw it last you know, year with Anthony Barr. So you know, or Denver's going to give me the same deal, and they don't have this kind of language in their contract. Right. He's like, peace out. Yeah. <laughs> Which I, I know, I get it. That upset yeah. Dallas. You know, right. that is kind of shady. You know, in a uh, way, they sure. stuck with him. Sure. But you can't blame him. I mean, if yeah. that's what you're into, then you know. Yeah, so Denver, you know, they're going to hope Bradley Chubb comes back. Oh, I freaking um, love this for Denver, though, right? And, Bradley Chubb. Well, Malik and Denver. Willis, Randy Gregory, right? Uh, Malik um, Malik Reed is a free agent, so we'll see what they do there. Um, they have Jonathan Cooper, who, you know, was a seventh-round pick that got some run last year, be in the mix. Um, but, I mean, Denver's obviously going to be going for it, trading for Russell Wilson. And the, you need pass rushers, and Von Miller's gone. They traded him last year. And we'll get to Von Miller here in a minute, but yep. he didn't come back to Denver. Spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, so yeah, Gregory and Chubb could be a nice duo um, off the edge there for Denver. And um, we'll get in. We'll, well, we got four left on the list that I picked. I'll go through the contracts okay, and, and then we'll discuss. Uh, first one yeah, is Chad, Chandler Jones signs with the Las Vegas Raiders on a three-year $51 million deal. In a corresponding move, the Raiders traded Yannick Ngakwe to the Colts for cornerback Rocky Sin. Um, Uchenna Nuosu signed with the Seattle Seahawks on a two-year $20 million deal. Uh, Von Miller signed with the Bills on a six-year $120 million deal. And then the last on the list is Zadarius Smith signs with Baltimore on a four-year $35 million deal with the potential of a $50 million max on the deal with um, incentives and whatnot. So Chandler Jones, first on the list here. Big move for Vegas. They signed Jones, trading Gawkway. Pretty wild. Um, so I think Jones and Max Crosby are going to be a awesome duo. Um you really, you really can't ask for a, a better spot for Jones, especially after they move in Gawkway. There's not this uh, comp, three-way competition for snaps off the edge now, so that that's pretty awesome. Um, I like I said, I'm really excited to see Jones and Max Crosby together, and then Yannick Gawkway going to the Colts. Um, you know, the Colts don't have much at defensive end um, other than Quiddy Pay, so Quiddy Pay and Yannick Gawkway should be the duo there, um, and Gawkway should get plenty of run um to you know to to continue doing his thing there in indianapolis so i i like i also like the gakwe quitty pay duel i think pays a guy who could take a nice step in year two but i'm super excited to see chandler jones um in, in vegas with max crosby that's going to be a really fun duo and when you play in that conference with um 
Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert. I mean, and now Russell Wilson. Um, you're going to have to get pressure. So uh, I think this is a, a really nice signing. Um, and, and I, you know, the thing is, is we're we're hoping Chandler Jones gets the coveted DE tag now. Will make him even more valuable in your uh, leagues that aren't true position that go along with the standard. You know, he was a linebacker. Basically, he's a pass rusher, tag linebacker, which doesn't always equate to what he's actually value wise as as far as the you know he puts up edge numbers, but he, if he's in the linebacker group and a tackle heavy scoring, he doesn't always you know hold up to what what he's doing. Um, so yeah. Exciting. What, what do you think, Chandler Jones in Vegas? Oh, yeah, good stuff. So, first of all, Chandler Jones to Vegas, sign me up, and I will overpay for him. <laughs> I, that That's, I mean, you don't see that very often, but he's a 15 to 20 sack guy, perennial sack leader, mm-hmm. um, and now you're going to pair him up with Max Crosby. Love this it. Jones and Crosby is what the Raiders were hoping or should have done with Max and Crosby. You know, they got rid of Khalil Mack. If they'd kept him, this would have been the, the combo. Right. Um, Chandler Jones has been a freaking stud everywhere he's been every year of his career. New England, Arizona, defensive end, outside linebacker, it doesn't matter. He's produced. So... I'm loving this for him and I'm loving it for the Raiders. I I, I think this is, uh, this is going to be huge for them. Uh, Yannick Ngakwe. He's always been, and if you follow some of my work, he's always been eight to 12 sack guy. Okay. Uh, He's been in that range, you know, a little bit better later as he's gotten older. He's gotten a little better maybe in that 10 to 14 range, but he's always been kind of that 8 to 12 sack guy. Jacksonville, uh, now with the Raiders. You're going to Indianapolis now. I kind of like it. I think it's a little bit of an uptick for him because you got DeForest Buckner, you've got Quiddy Pay, you've got Darius Leonard playing behind you. So – I could see him kind of rebounding a little bit, but I still think he's that 10 to 14 sack guy. So I don't think he's anything special. Um, so you got him basically right where you had him as far as you, ha- wherever you have him ranked, you're just holding it. Yeah. I, th- I think he's that DN2 okay. level guy. Okay. Um, okay. A high DN2. I'll say that. He's a high DN2. Um, okay. If you're asking me, I'm taking Chandler Jones all day. Yes. I, I'm oh, just, I'm yeah. all in. Um mm-hmm. I do like Ngakwe, so if you can get him at the right price, mm-hmm. I like it. Um, mm-hmm. In Uchenna and in Wa- in mm-hmm. intriguing. Two years, twenty million. I, I wish I could find the tweet, um, but basically, it's going to be in Wasu and Taylor as the edge guys with. Um, Dunlop and um, I don't think it was green. Maybe it was green, but they're going to be your inside guys. Um, I like Nwasu. I think he showed some good, you know, he come on with the Chargers. Seattle needs some help. Um, yes. He gets a fresh start. 
He gets a fresh start. I think pairing him with a young guy like Daryl Taylor is going to be nice. Like I said, you got Carlos Dunlap, Rashawn Green, um, Puna Ford, those guys. They're going to rely on that front a lot more than they have in the past with Wagner going now. I know they got Jordan Brooks who just freaking eat up everything coming and going, which this may help him, but we're not talking about them. I think no. this defensive front is going to get a little better. So, in Wasu, he's man. I, I, I'm a little interested. I'm a little intrigued. I, I I'm like interested, but I don't know if I'm buying or selling. I'm. I guess you kind of. I'm picking him up off the. the I'm picking him up off the waiver wire if he's sitting there. Basically, I mean it. Oh yeah, if he's on the waiver wire, you're definitely picking. And you got and you got the spot. You got the free click. Why not? Um, it, little, is, it, is he is he a guy that you would, regardless of price? And I, of course, you're not going to pay astronomical prices. But if somebody's got him on the roster and you're like, hey, I kind of need a pass rush or whatever, is he somebody that you would entertain looking at trading for, or would you just pump the brakes and say, you know, I'll, I'll look elsewhere? No, I'm not targeting him in trades or anything. I'm just, you know, if he's out there or if you, you're making a deal and you're looking for a, a low va- lower value to pass rusher to throw in in a deal that's not going to make or break it. He's a guy to throw in. Not necessarily targeting him, targeting him to give up draft capital or anything, especially when you consider the all the edge talent in this incoming class. But you know, I'm a little intrigued by Nuwasu getting a, a fresh start in a new team, a, a team that needs edge help. So um, he's interesting, I guess. You know, um, I would say this next signing is a little more than interesting, though. Von Miller to the Bills. Um, yeah, this wow. is wow. – I did not see this coming. Um, no. When this legal bullshit tampering period opened, <laughs> um, you know, we, we saw what he – well, let's, let's back it up. You know, he was Super Bowl MVP for the Broncos against Carolina. Um, was a legit pass rusher, a superstar, kind of started to tail off a little bit. Well, he got uh, hurt. Yeah, he got hurt, but he did kind of drop off. Went to the Rams, chasing the championship, and was re-energized. And look yes. what he did in the playoffs. I mean, yeah. regular season, he didn't do a whole lot. Even once he was traded, he didn't do a whole lot. But once the playoffs kicked off, he was a dude. He was that dude. Got a second ring. Can't blame him. Uh, it worked out fine for him. Um, word was that he was going to re-sign with the Rams. Then you kind of see him. He, he put out some kind of tweet, and I wish I could remember what it was. But everybody kind of, oh, he's coming back to Denver. He's, he's right. going back to Denver. He's coming back home. And it was Rams, Broncos, Rams, Broncos. This tampering period you didn't hear a whole lot and then all of a sudden bam buffalo <laughs> six years 120 million yeah okay first of all pay that mofo cash those checks he got it <laughs> and i love this i love this all the way around i love this for buffalo i love this for miller and i love this for fantasy owners they got rid of Mario S and Jerry Hughes, some of the older guys that just wasn't producing. Vaughn Miller is way better than them. Oh, yeah. They're not even on the same level, man, as far right. as the way, the way Miller was playing when he went to the Rams and got the juice going, man. Yeah. 
right second and we kind of i i think it was in our patreon chat we we're talking about this by the way go sign up for that um his leadership he's a veteran two-time super bowl champion super bowl mvp how many defensive players do you see be super bowl mvp by the way pretty not wild. many not not many these days because it's offensive driven quarterback driven league but anyway i digress he is that. So now he goes to uh, Buffalo. And I said his veteran leadership is going to be invaluable. And somebody made the comment, well, leadership doesn't help my fantasy teams. True that. But pump the brakes. His veteran leadership does because, A, he's a much better player than Hughes, Addison, all those guys, he's going to elevate the guys that they have there, Epineza, Ed Oliver, uh, Carlos Basham. He's going to elevate these guys. He's that type of player. So I think maybe while his leadership doesn't help you with him, I think it helps you with other players. Um, they do rotate a ton in Buffalo. So They do rotate a ton. But and honestly, it's – this for is, his, for, for, Von, for Von Miller, though, he's he's uh, 33 now. So, you know, being being a 60%, 65% snap guy might not be all that bad because it'll keep him fresh, you know. So, um, but no, very, very interesting to add to the mix there in Buffalo. Um, that's going to be a, a defense was already a lot of fun. And it's, it got another big piece. Kind of um, shocking that he got six years, though, right? It's probably there's probably an out after a couple. I don't know. Well, I'm sure there is, but I mean, what did you say? Thirty three. He's thirty three. He's not gonna. He's not gonna see the end of this one. Right, but I mean, thirty three. I mean, you're not six years. That's gonna take him to age forty. But right, right. He's not gonna. With he how with how he played down the stretch, if he can get in with these young guys, Oliver, Russo, Basham, let him be the leader, playing in front of Terrell Edmonds, some of those guys, Jordan Poyer. For Buffalo, man, this this was a freaking no brainer. Yeah, really nice, insane, really. insane. And I, with some of the really nice. deals that they've been making, I love this. I love it all the way around. I, no, I, I would go as far as to target Miller if I could. Yeah, I I like it. Uh, hopefully, he gets the old de tag in uh, MFL now. You know that would be awesome. Um, last one on the list, uh, Zadarius Smith, uh, Packers released him and now he signed with Baltimore where it all started for him on a four year, $35 million deal, potential 50 million max. Um, yeah, I mean, biggest thing with Zadarius, obviously he was awesome for green Bay, really re reinvigorated our pass rush that needed it, uh, a boost and being healthy is going to be the biggest thing for Zadarius. So, um, he's going to be, um, Back to, like I said, back to where it started. And I'm sure he's going to be motivated to prove that he's healthy and ready to get back to, you know, his ways where he was really putting together some big-time years. So, Yeah, I mean, that's something I asked you earlier before we got on the show. Um, we were talking with Steven. He's uh, he's going back home, so to speak, you know, started yeah. in Baltimore, uh, went to Green Bay, now he's going back. So I think there is some kind of connection there. Um I don't know that that really helps his overall gain for fantasy managers. That well, much. he's, pro he's um, probably going to be an LB tag on MFL, and that's yeah, going to hurt. Probably going to be the LB tag. 
He's gonna where he has DL eligibility or edge eligibility is where his value is. So, right. So for me, I don't think there's a huge jump, but a huge jump. But I could see that nostalgic going back home kind of bump that first season, first mm-hmm. few games, first half of the season. You know, first six, eight games energized. Um, Unless you're in a super deep league, though, he's not somebody I'm targeting. Um, Me if anything, I'm I'm trying to move him if I can. Um, maybe probably, the thing is, you're probably not going to get much for him. He's been hurt. Right, you're you're not going to get much. Maybe throw him as an add-in. Uh, maybe find you a Baltimore homer uh, who loves the Ravens. Try to play that angle a little bit, but I'm like you. You're you're not going to get a whole lot for him. So right, right. They're all going to want, they're all going to want away. <laughs> exactly. And, yeah. and McPhee, I think McPhee's there still. Um, but Zadarius does have some value. So I would kind yeah, of play off that. And, and think, remember, uh, Tyus Bowser did get hurt at the end of last season. So True, 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 true. Um, I don't know if he'll be ready for the beginning of the season, so. So I I would kind of play those angles before I absolutely cut him. I think I would explore some trade. You know, hey man, you know we're doing this and this, but I noticed you could use a little pass rush help. Maybe throw yeah. him in, in as an add in. I think I would take that angle and try to play it. Right on. Well, that wraps up the edge group. Uh, let's let's roll right into the linebackers. Let's go. Um, first one is. Uh, one that's near and dear, yeah, near and dear to my heart. Um, Devondre Campbell, um, resigns with Green Bay on a five year, $50 million deal. Um, I'm just gonna, we're gonna go through these first two and then we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about them. And then the next guy on the list was Foyer Aluakun, um, one of the big names on the market, signs with Jacksonville on a three year, $45 million deal. Uh, in a corresponding move, Jacksonville then cut Miles Jack who signed with Pittsburgh on a two-year, $16 million deal. And then just a little short while ago, Pittsburgh officially released Joe Schobert. So there's yeah, a lot is, going on there. So let's, yeah, let's, let's start. That freaking layered to hell. Yeah, um, let's just start with Campbell first here. Yeah, let's um, start with Campbell. And and I know you're the, you're our Green Bay resident. You're our Green Bay aficionado <laughs> here. And I give you so much shit over Rodgers, but uh, – I, Believe it or not, I am a huge Green Bay fan back in the day. Favre, uh, Reggie White, some of those guys, James Lofton. But um, Campbell, you know, did we really see this coming? Because we saw, um, oh, shit, what's his name? Chris Barnes? Nope. The guy, his sidekick and went to Tennessee. Oh, I'm. You're confusing me right mate. now. No, his running mate in Atlanta. You're talking about Deion Jones? No, no, no. The from Atlanta that went to Tennessee. Um, oh, my brains went completely blank. I'm just as confused as you are right now. They were both in Atlanta. Campbell. Um, went Campbell, to Tennessee. Campbell and Deion Jones were. No, this, this was this was the other Atlanta guy. You're talking Strip about 
They're talking about Vic Beasley, dude. We're not even Vic Beasley. Vic, yes. What do you What do you bring a Vic Beasley into this for? Well, He's an edge he rusher. It he, wasn't his running him, mate. It was his running mate because he played some outside linebacker. What? There um, was Vic a little Beasley. bit of gunshot because I, the reason I say this is because they both had big years for Atlanta once upon a time, then kind of fell off, right? Okay, I get where you're. Beasley at was least a complete freaking bust. Yeah. Who I was so against. We didn't see this so much from Campbell, right? We thought he was going to be way better than Beasley. Well, he went to Arizona first before he went to Green right? Bay. Then he goes to Green Bay. Uh, yep. Martinez is gone. They tried some young options through the draft. Chris Barnes, um, Summers, some of those guys. Just quite didn't pan out. But they pick up uh, Campbell. And, man, what a freaking – but he almost said Blake Martinez, who, right? In a way, I mean, he almost made Green Bay fans forget. I, now, I know from pure football standpoint, a lot of Green Bay fans didn't like Blake <laughs> Martinez. I get it. It uh, is what it is. From a fantasy manager standpoint, hey, you give me Blake Martinez all day, every day of the week. Let's let Three. let's let's cut through that though. Like you just were talking good, about. Right? Let, 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 let's know? just say, let's say this. You're talking football wise. Nobody saw Devondre Campbell coming into Green Bay in June, signing in June, right. and playing and playing as an All Pro linebacker. Nobody. I saw did that think I did think Campbell would be solid, and I really thought. But there's no way anybody saw an All Pro level. No, no I did. I didn't. I was yeah. thinking ninety no to. 110 tackles, you know. I, well, I'm not even just talking tackles. I'm talking full scale. Like he was well, yeah, all around. But I'm just, I'm, I, that's kind of where I thought he would be, 90 to 110 tackles. You know, solid defender for them. C- can cover. Uh, can stop the run. Did not think he was a pro bowler. Did not think he would be an all pro. And he just freaking come in there and set the world on fire. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was uh, – I tell you the, you know, I think when we were talking about it, and a godsend for y'all, right? I mean, you're the guy. You tell me. Well, yeah. I mean, I was just gonna say. I think when we were talking, covering Green Bay and like the division previews before the year, you know, everybody was all the news was Chris Barnes was gonna wear the dot and run the show, and you know, he was the promising young gun, and Campbell was brought in so late, you know, he right. was just okay. But everything coming out of Green Bay, you know, and it, obviously there's tons of fluff that comes out of these. Um, training camps and stuff. It's, they just they loved the the size he brought to the position, the athleticism for his size, and like they were just they were they kept talking about how impressed they were at his ability and coverage. Which I just I didn't know how much I bought into that, but um, they kept talking about it. Like they really like how he's going to match up, you know, against tight ends because he's bigger and he still moves well even at twenty nine. And and I was like, okay, okay, you know, and. And I mean, what all they talked about came to fruition. He just played awesome. I, you know, I thought he'd be a big part of the linebacking unit with him and Barnes, but you know, um, did not. Nobody saw this All Pro season coming. And I mean, not yeah. only was was he a fantasy stud, he was an absolute NFL stud for Green Bay's defense. So, I mean, a late June signing that turned into an All Pro and just delivered big time was just awesome for Green Bay. And I honestly did not think they would bring him back because I just thought he would want too much and I didn't our cap is a disaster we could go into all the different stuff that makes it a disaster but they got this deal done 
five years, 50 million. And I don't remember the exact numbers, but it's very cap friendly. The first three years, his, his cap numbers fairly small considering um, other linebacker cap hits in the league. So it's pretty cap friendly, which is awesome. It gives us flexibility and we get our, our, our man in the middle, the main guy running the show back for another year. So I'm pumped. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that's a great deal for you guys. I mean, I mean, they could have really overpaid here, and they didn't. Um, and got a freaking top end linebacker. Um, right, right. Kind of right exactly where Blake Martinez was in a way. Um, and we've seen that Green Bay's one of those. Home field advantage. It's a ni- it's a nice spot for for a line. When if you got it the is. Green Bay linebacker, it's a nice spot. <laughs> kind of like Buffalo, right? You know, yeah. kind of that. But you but you only advantage. really want the lead guy because that guy exactly. Plays, but... You want the lead guy, and there's there's a definite plus there. Yeah. So, uh, you know, uh, what it they only signed him one year, right? Before the year, it was a one year. Yeah. No, I mean, what have they what have they got him at right now? Five years. So they signed him to a five-year deal. Yeah. Hey, I'm a fancy owner. I'm looking for linebacker help. Bet your ass I'm going and looking and see what Campbell would cost me right now. You're locked in for, I don't know the clauses or the outs, but he signed a five-year deal. We'll say he's locked in for three years, right? Right. I'll take that all day. In that system, give me give me Campbell. I, yeah, don't, I, I mean, don't think that he's – I don't think that you'll – I would be surprised that you would have to overpay for him, even after a, a surprising season where he was an all-pro, pro bowler. I just – I think a lot of fancy people, managers, owners, they don't truly believe that he's that guy. So I don't think it's going to cost you a whole lot to go get him. So what are you thinking? You can get them at a fair price, is what you're saying? I think so. I think because you're going to have to pay. You're going to have to pay something because he had a big year and he resigned. Yeah, I mean you're going to have to pay something. He's an all pro pro. You're not going to just float a third round pick and get him. I don't think. No. Um, I don't see that. If you're if you're really needy, and and this is I'm brainstorming here, so help me. if you if you really need a linebacker, LB one. If especially if you need an LB one, but if you need an LB two, I would even go if you need an LB two, depending on how many you start. I would be okay floating a late second out there for him. I think he's going to be an LB one again. I do too, but I mean, if you can, what do you think? I mean, you're you're the Green Bay guy. If you're needing a linebacker, let's say, um, I don't know, let's say you've got, uh, I don't want to say Devin White, Roke One. Um, say you got a Tremaine Edmonds. So you're kind of looking for linebacker help, right? Uh, let's say you've got, um, you know, somebody in that Tremaine Edmonds thing. You're looking for a linebacker. Would you float a late second, mid to late second out there for Campbell? If you're a competitor, yes, because, I mean, he's – Yeah, that's one yeah. of my If you're a competitor, you've got – you know, if you're 
Of course, you've got Roquan or Devin White or somebody like that. If you're a competitor and you, and you need the piece to get you over the top, my linebacker, I feel safe with his production. I mean, obviously, it was only one year in the system, whatever, but they brought him right. back, paid him well. I, I feel like he's going to produce for you, so not overly worried about um, like investing a second round pick in a guy I think I'll get production out of. So a late yeah, second, I would, I'd be fine with it. Oh, I'd be yeah. fine with that. Yeah, I'd be – Thrilled with the late second with what he what he's probably going to give you, right? Um, yeah, absolutely. Let's let's lead into this uh, Foyer Lucon Jacksonville Pittsburgh mess. Oh, this one's so <laughs> deep. So Olucon. start off with the yeah. There you go. Lead off there. Olucon signs with Jacksonville three years, forty five million. Love that for Jacksonville. And there's so many freaking levels to this. <laughs> They sign him. They cut Miles Jack. Okay. Miles Jack turns around and gets signed by Pittsburgh for a two-year, $16 million deal. Pittsburgh turns around. When I first saw this, I honestly thought, and I said this in in some group chats, I was like, bye-bye, Bush. Because I thought Devin Bush was the odd guy out. Um, That didn't turn out to be the case because actually – it was Joe Schobert. It's because his contract was his con. It is. It was. A, it was almost a ten. It was nine point some million dollars that saved him by cutting him. So. And it was. It. Let's face it. This was a cost cutting move because I think yes. surface value, player versus player, you're keeping Schobert over Bush at this point, right? Yeah, I'd be in there both. It's money wise. It's contract thing. Yeah. Bush is still but, on a rookie deal. Schobert's on a high end deal. So that was the no-brainer there. Um, let's uh, let's let's get to the the front of this though. Foye Luakon, the, the biggest part of this whole deal. Foye Luakon uh, coming off the 192 tackles. Christ. Signs with Jacksonville. Tackle season. Get, signs with Jacksonville gets the big three-year, forty-five million dollar deal. Miles Jack out of the picture. I mean, Foye Luakon. He, sh- he should be there soaking up plenty of tackles in Jacksonville, right? Oh, yeah. He's going to dominate in Jacksonville. Think about it. Who do they, what division are they in and who do they face? Right. King Henry. King Henry. King Henry twice a year. Jonathan Taylor twice a year. Right. Um, So, I mean, it makes sense. And and they're so bad. That team is so bad. Uh, The volume is going to be there, the opportunities are going to be there. Yeah, should be another nice year for him. Nice year. I, I, I'm gonna ask you. Over under two hundred. Oh, man, under two hundred, but it, he's gonna have a load attack, boatload of tackles. You think so? I'm gonna say under two hundred. I, mean, yeah. I know that's far fetched, and I'm kind of being facetious, but <laughs> the dude just had 190 freaking tackles for fucking Atlanta. Yeah. They don't have the same division that they faced Tom Brady, who threw it all over the freaking yard. Mm-hmm. Matt Ryan for, well, not Matt Ryan, but um, New Orleans, who was out with without Kamara. They, I mean, he had 192, Kyle. No, it's you can't, tell, you can't tell me he can't get 10 tackles more. I didn't say he could. But I, I guess I'm taking. You said the under, under two hundred. I didn't say you couldn't do it, but I'm taking the under. Yeah. Hmm. 
you're going to take the, I, you know what? I might take the freaking over. This sounds like a bet that we might have to make here. Put it on the board. Put it on the board. We might, yeah, 200. I, I'm just trying to think. Jacksonville is so talent deprived. I know they got some young talent on offense, but yeah. We'll revisit this, but I'm going to take that over. Okay. But we'll let's revisit just, this and we'll make revisit some kind of that. Deal, but I'm I'm going to take the over. Okay. Let's one last thing on a Lucon before we move on to those other moves. Is he an LB one free again this year? I mean. Oh yeah, absolutely. Right. He's got to be. <laughs> Did yeah. you not just hear what I said? Henry yeah. twice a year. Yeah. Taylor twice a year. That that's yeah. four games right there that they're going to run yep. thirty plus times right down your throat. All right, he's not great in coverage. He's a run guy. He's a run stopper. No, but, I mean, he's but you gonna, know what? You're you're not you're not signing him up for your team to be a coverage linebacker. You don't give yeah. a damn about what he does in coverage. You right. you're focusing on those 175, 180 plus tackles in a division right. where you got two teams that are yeah. going to run it 30, 40, 50 times those, a game. Those tackles, stuff. those tackles get you points. Yeah. Yep. No, yeah, so Lucon still wheels up, man. He's going to eat in Jacksonville, I agree. Um, Did you my, just say wheels up? Wheels up? Oh, I can't Jesus Christ. Miles Jack in Pittsburgh, what do you feel there? You know what? Considering what happened. Considering Schobert's gone. Considering Schobert's gone, I think – Miles Jack is the option here. I, I I mean, everybody a few years ago, they heard me beat the drum for Devin Bush, and he's showed flashes, but he's not panned out to be what I thought he would be. And, and, and apparently, to this point, I think I've kind of missed, right? Um, right. Miles Jack, I was never a big Miles Jack fan, even though he produced some decent numbers in Jacksonville. Right. Showed some flashes. I think going to Pittsburgh, Baltimore likes to run. Cleveland likes to run. Cincinnati, well, I won't say they like to run, but they have a good running back with sure. Joe Mixon. I think the opportunity is there. I think he sees an uptick. Um, you know, Jack, uh, Miles Jack had the issue where he was – broke down and was escorted off the field a couple years ago. Yep. I think where his value is and where it can be now, I think I'm buying. Uh, you know, I think okay. now's the time to buy in. Um, almost uh, – what are you doing with Devin Bush, though? Because, like I said, I think I've missed on him so far. You're not going to get much for him. And Schobert's out of the picture. And Miles Jack's not like stiff competition, so – I mean, do you, do you think Bush kind of rebounds here? I don't know that he's going to rebound. He just hasn't. He hasn't been the player we hoped he'd be yet. So I'm right, just gonna, and I'll be the first to admit because I thought him and Devin White four four two. They're the next two studs. White's been exactly what we thought he would be. Right? Bush has kind of went the other direction. He's kind of fell flat yeah. on his face. So yeah, I'm, I've missed there. I mean, to this point, I've missed. Um, I think Jackson or shit. Miles Jack is the guy with Schobert gone. Um, you know, you do have Minka Fitzpatrick back there, and what if they get the Honey Badger, which has been rumored. 
Yeah, we'll see. I think that would I think that would be a factor as well. Right. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we'll we'll see what that shakes out. Um. And then just keep an eye on Schobert and uh, and where he lands. He's gonna land somewhere. Obviously, he's a cap casualty. His play wasn't matching up to what he was getting paid. So we got to make the move. Um. Next couple linebackers here. I'm gonna list the next uh, next five on the list, and we can talk about who we like and, and who we're excited about out of this group. Jordan Hicks signs with Minnesota, two years, 10 million. Anthony Walker resigns with Cleveland, one year, 5 million. Josie Jewell resigns with Denver, two years, 11 million. Christian Kirksey resigns with Houston, two years, 10 million. And Alex Anzalone resigns with Detroit, one year, 2.25 million. Um, out of those five, is there a specific linebacker that piques your interest the most? Did you see it? Did you see that? Anthony Walker had a lot of promise. Don't know what exactly happened. He's kind of fell off a little bit. Going to Cleveland on a one-year deal, I guess there's some opportunity there. Um, Kirksey, we've kind of seen, kind of seen what he's been in Houston, so I think Two years, ten million. I think he kind of holds or steady mm-hmm. values there. Enzalone. I'm just. I'm not. He's just not good. Enzalone's just not he's good. Just not, he's just not. But um, he plays a ton of snap. He played a ton of snaps last year. Whether or not he's just he does the same I'm, role, I don't know. But I don't think he does because I think um, Barnes and Jalen Reeves Maven are the two guys there. Uh, Denver. I love Josie Jewell, and this this may be another guy I've missed on. Um, they got AJ Johnson, they got Josie Jewell, both who got hurt. I, clearly, they like him because they're going to give him a two year deal. Right. Um, if he gets the opportunity, I kind of like him as a downhill tackler. He's he's a stability guy too. He's a right. veteran. He's smart. He's going to get everybody's lined up. He's going to get make the right calls, and then you know, young guy like Baron Browning can run and make plays. You know, so that I get it. Just coming off the injury, if, if he's healthy, I could see him being you know the the, the key veteran play caller. Right. There, so. And I, I, I guess for me, the one out of this group that sticks out, even though I like Jewel Jordan Hicks with Minnesota, I just this is rumored. It, very interesting. This has been rumored what for the past two years. Simmons, then they got Zayvon Collins, yeah, and Hicks has kind of beat both of them out both years. And now we're we're year two for um um oh shoot I just said his name Simmons. Yeah, year two for Simmons, or well, be year three I guess for Simmons. Yep, it'll be year, year three this year. Collins. Yep. And it's kind of like, okay, we drafted these guys high. We got a lot of capital in them, um, a lot invested. They're a lot cheaper, right? That's that's the big thing. NFL is a business. It's all about the price tag. Um, I think they're ready to roll with those two. So Hicks moved on. Ah, man. In Minnesota, you know, I know they got Kendrick's. They got Barr. I kind of like Jordan Hicks here. I think he kind of elevates that group, which kills yeah. Troy Die. It was a guy that I had yeah, he's, earlier yeah. in our one-on-one. I think yeah. he's done. Uh, yeah. 
when, when you add a, a guy like Hicks. Let's not forget. Let's, let's let's also, while you're on that, talking about Troy Dye, let's not forget they drafted Chaz Surratt last year in the third yeah, round. Chaz Surratt, yeah. So it's, if if he was going to – turned linebacker from North Carolina. This, this, this you know, dampens that parade of him stepping up yep. a little bit more this year, I think, as well. And I like Surratt, um, but, you know, this but looks this to me – kind of goes back to the whole new coaching staff. Zimmer's gone, right? We got a new coach there. Mm-hmm. What are they doing? The, all the talk is, well, um, Kirk Cousins. What do we do with him? They sign him to a new deal. They they believe in him. Uh, we believe we we're not rebuilding. We're retooling. Jordan Hicks kind of confirms that, right? They're yeah. not going to go with a Troy Dye. They're not going to go with a uh, um, oh shoot, the guy from North Carolina just mentioning Surratt, yeah. Surratt, you, you're not going to roll with those guys. You're going to keep an Anthony Barr. You're going to keep a Kendricks. You're going to add a Jordan Hicks. You've got Harrison Smith on the back end. So they fully believe they are contenders in that division. And I think signing a guy like Hicks kind of solidifies that. I mean, if you did, you're, you're moving on from some of these guys. Well, I think you're talking NFL-wise, which I get from an IDP view here. Minnesota deploys two linebackers that play full time. You know, Anthony Barr being the other guy alongside Eric Kendricks. So yeah, but Kendricks is an inside guy. Barr's an outside guy, right? That um, absolutely. But we're talking two linebacker sets. Two linebacker sure. sets. Barr stays on the field. Actually, calls does Hunter plays. come back? Because we don't know what they're doing. With Janelle well, Hunter. no, we're not worried about pass rushes right now. We're worried about the linebackers. Does, is it Jordan Hicks and Eric Kendricks now? Is Anthony Barr not going to be the other guy, right? Because he's been the guy with Kendricks this whole time in Minnesota. See, I, I, I mean, I get what you're saying, but I think it's all kind of tied together. I think you're going to see a Kendricks and you're going to see a Jordan Hicks two combo. I think that's where they're going to go. Right. Because if you remember, they let Barr walk, what, a couple of years ago? Or, or tried to let him walk and he – right didn't hit what he wanted to and come back. So I don't know that Minnesota's completely sold on him. And maybe he's somebody that they say, hey, you know what? You know, this. I th- it's got to be Hicks and Kendricks because right, they're that's, just too good. That's the biggest. I think that's the biggest IDP question is that the, is that the, the two full-time linebackers. Yeah. Well, I, I now, mean, it's, now it is. It, well, it is a new system now. That's the right. point you brought up. So we got to wait and see how this all unfolds. Yes. Right. Kinda, kinda, I kind of lost track of the fact that we aren't talking about the old Mike's system. <laughs> right. But, but for, for years, that's a good point. For, but for years, it was Anthony Barr and Kendricks as the two linebackers that stayed on the field, you know, to play all the snaps. But this looks to me like, um, you know, Kendricks and, and Hicks would be the guys if there's, if you had to put your money on two. So right. um, interesting. And that's a, it's kind of a nice duo, you know. I love Eric Kendricks. Uh, I think he's awesome, and they paid Hicks enough here to make me think that that's probably the two guys they want to roll with. So, of the um, two, Hendricks or Hicks, who are you taking? If you had no, to pick Eric, between the team, Kendricks all day. Kendricks is so good. I uh, never asked him out the field. He's good in coverage. Yeah, he's he's really kind of turned the corner IDP wise as a really big time linebacker asset these last couple of years too. So. Um, definitely. Um, I would say 
yeah, that was all good stuff, man. I, I like the, you know, you brought oh, up yeah, the new regime, brought to new regime and NFL wise, IDP wise. Um, Jewel's interesting in Denver, like we said. Walker's going back to Cleveland. I think JOK is the guy I really want there. You know, Walker was fine there when he was healthy, but um, he's right. fine. Uh, Christian Kirksey should should continue to produce. They paid him enough here, two years, ten million. You know, he had ninety three tackles in the games he played. He missed a few. I mean, he should. He, they're paying him to to play. It looks like so. I think he should be fine as long as he stays healthy. And ends alone, meh. You know, um, <laughs> right. But yeah, so you know, some some nice linebacker signings. Uh, Campbell and Luakon are the big names. You know, I guess we would say. And then, um, you know. You could, we kind of like Hicks in Minnesota. Jewel, keep you know, if you could pick him up off the waivers in Denver, if he was dropped because he was hurt, he could be the you know the the stable guy in the middle that runs the show there. And Kirksey's, he should he should be on the field plenty for Houston and produce when he's healthy. So, um, good stuff, man. Let's uh, let's roll through the rest here. Uh, I'm just gonna touch on all the safeties. What do you think? Should we hit safeties next? Yeah, sure. Okay, I'm gonna roll through them. We got like eight of them here, and then uh, see who spikes your interest. Uh, Justin Reed signed with the Chiefs, three years, thirty-one million. Marcus May signs with the Saints, three years, twenty-eight million. Jordan Whitehead signs with the Jets, two years, fourteen and a half million. Marcus Williams signs with Baltimore, five years, seventy million. Quandre Diggs signs with Seattle, three years, forty million. Tracy Walker resigns with Detroit. Three years, twenty-five million. Xavier Woods signs with Carolina. Three years, fifteen point seven five million. And Devin McCourty resigns with New England on a one-year, nine million dollar deal. I will say right off the top, the guy that I'm most excited about because I'm a fan of his is Justin Reed signing with Kansas City. Um, I've always been a fan of Justin Reed's game, and I think he needed a fresh start because Houston, he kind of. Got in the doghouse and this and that. And I think him. He's still a young guy with talent, and I I think this going to Kansas City is going to be good for him. And I, I'm excited about that one. Uh, yeah. So I'm going to kind of play this backwards. Tracy Walker, Quander Diggs, Devin McCourty. We've kind of seen, you know, they're staying put. We've already kind of seen what they can do in those said situations. You can kind of, that's kind of chalk, right? You hear that? That's kind of chalk. You know what you're going to get from them in those teams. Um, So for me, that's not really anything different. Woods to Carolina, I've never been a Xavier Woods fan. So for me, I'm not doing anything with that. Williams a little bit different to Baltimore. Um, we'll see nothing special, but the fir- your top three, and I wanted to work from bottom to top: mm-hmm. Reed, May, and Whitehead. Um, man, I, I guess we. I'm going to go here first. I'm going to go Marcus May to the Saints. That's that's a pretty good deal. I mean, he's a big player. Was a big player for the Jets. So yeah, the Saints are getting a quality freaking safety for the next two to three years. I like that deal for them. Roughly mm-hmm. not just a little over nine million, not too expensive. So, you know, with him going to New Orleans, Jordan Whitehead goes to the Jets. Um, mm-hmm. Big hitter, huge hitter. 14. For a little guy too, feisty little guy. Yeah. Small, yeah. Smaller guy, yeah. Yeah, he's spunky. He'll straight up hit you. 
Uh, so I like this. I like that for them. Seven and a quarter million, not too much. Um, I do like that for them. Justin Reed right now is the big guy, right? Yeah. But I say for now because where's the honey badger going? We don't know what's right. happening here. So right. Justin Reed right now is the big guy. Three years, 31 million, which I think is cheap, um, especially for a safety who can kick extra points of field goals, <laughs> you know, uh, which is to me, I love that. I love that's that awesome. crazy. I do. I love that stuff. Yeah, um, I, I agree. That's cool. That's cool shit. But Reed is no slouch at safety. Right. Um, I don't necessarily see him playing the same role as the Honey Badger as far as being so utilized either. all over, but I do like Justin Reed's game as a free safety. You could come up and stick you and make plays. Um, and I just I like him going somewhere like that. You know, he went. Well, what other he, options do they have if they let Honey Badger go? Thornhill's not that guy, I don't think. I think. Well, they're gonna safety. probably play Daniel Sorensen in a slot and do that oh, whole freaking Sorenson. thing. Oh my god! I'm just saying, I don't think they're gonna utilize Reed exactly like they did Honey Badger. But um, so I, could you see them going to more of a with Sorensen with Honey or not with Honey Badger Sorensen and Thornhill? Now Reed, could you see them more that big nickel three safety set? I'm I'm done trying to predict what Spagnuolo is going to do. Right? Yeah. God, he's such a pain in the ass with what he does. Yeah. Oh. I'm just waiting for him to re-sign Ben Neiman and do all kinds oh, of shut shit. your dirty mouth. <laughs> oh my God, you're fired. I was trying to make it all night. Well, you're trying to get, you're trying to get me to predict the unpredictable. Yeah, but oh my God, Ben Neiman, really? Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, but yeah, I, to predict what Spags is going to do beyond me. I just hope he uses Nick Bolton the way he should. That's all I'm hoping. Oh my God, don't we all? Right. You know, sprinkle a little Willie Gay in there. We're happy, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, no, that's that's good good point though. We'll see how that all works out. And I like the the Marcus May signing. Jordan Whitehead's an interesting guy. He might be on your waiver wire. Um yep. he, you know, Ashton Davis is the is the guy who's gonna play free safety. Whitehead's a feisty guy who'll come up and mix it up. So I, I like that. Um I like Tracy Walker staying in Detroit. I think Tracy Walker's got game, and I, I think, you know, staying in Detroit, getting a nice contract here, we could see him get back to being a, a solid uh, DB2 type like he was, or he even had a DB1 season. So um, I don't know that he's a DB1 or anything, but just saying he could be a nice productive safety again for us. Um, but yeah, um, any other safety? Pretty much cover them all. Yeah, I think so. I think we got them covered there. Okay, well, uh, we'll hit the, the interior guys here, the interior defense alignment. Um, we got five of them listed. I'll just run through them quick. Sebastian Joseph Day signed with the Chargers, three years, $24 million. DJ Jones signs with Denver, three years, $30 million. Uh, BJ Hill resigns with Cincinnati, three years, $30 million. Larry Ogunjobi signs with Chicago, three years, $40.5 million. And Foley Fotukazi signs with Jacksonville, two years, $30 million. Um, I would say the one guy that I – probably like the most out of this group is uh, Sebastian Joseph Day signing with the Chargers. Um, I thought he was playing really well before he got injured, unfortunately, last year. And I think the Chargers need help on that interior, and they were just rough against the run. That's for sure. I think they need a little – 
We need a little beef, beef up, beefing up on the tier, and I like the spot for Sebastian Joseph Day. It's a good spot for him to get some run and and hopefully get back to what he was doing last year. Yeah, I, I, uh, see, I don't see. I'm a, a Jerry Tillery guy, so I like him. So I don't know if, if Day really gets that run that you're talking about. They paid him um, three years, twenty four million. I mean, they did. They, I, but we've seen teams pay up for players before. Uh, DJ Jones, I guess he's all right. I think he takes over the Shelby role in Denver. BJ Hill, I think he's all right in Cincinnati. I like the Ogan Joby signing in Chicago because they lost Nicks or Hicks. I mean, uh, so I think playing in front of uh, Roquan with uh, Quinn, they got some pieces there. So I like him. And then if you're looking for a sleeper, Foley Fawatoski, he was a stud for the Jets, you know the last few years on that interior, I think he could be a superstar for Jacksonville. Um, and, and when I say superstar, he's not going to be no divorce partner or Aaron Donald, but right. what, not at all. what not you're even, getting, not at all. what you're paying for him and what he's going to give you, I think the opportunities are going to be there. I think um, his production is going to be there at that price level. I think that's a no-brainer for me. So of these five, I would go Ogunjobi Fadakoski would be the two that I would look at. All right, right on. Um, yep, that's uh, our last group here, the uh, cornerback signings. And uh, I got five guys listed here. Um, there are probably a few more, but here, here's the five we got to run through. Um, big name right off the bat, uh, J.C. Jackson uh, signs with the Chargers, five years, $82.5 million. Carlton Davis resigns with Tampa, three years, $45 million. Darius Williams signs with Jacksonville, three years, thirty million. DJ Reed signs with the Jets, three years, thirty-three million. And Charvarius Ward signs with San Francisco, three years, forty-two million. Um, like I said, JC Jackson, we had talked about this last week, I believe, as well, or week four. JC Jackson was the prize of of the cornerback group here. Everybody was wanting him and uh, rumored to be after him, and he ends up with the Chargers. So. Pretty nice addition to that secondary. And uh, Carlton Davis going back to Tampa. Carlton Davis has been a really nice corner for IDP, so him going back to Tampa is pretty pretty nice, I think, too. Yeah. Um, J.C. Jackson, how much better does the Chargers de- – they're, they're clearly loading up on defense, right? Um, so they, they trade – You've tra- got Joey Bosa, but you're adding – Traded for Khalil Mack. Mack. Yeah. Yeah. And you're adding J.C. Jackson. Um, yep. Sebastian Joseph Day. I mean, they're getting pieces. They're so. going all in. they got some young guys, too. I mean, they've got yeah. Um, yeah. Asante Samuel out there, junior at corner. Yep. You just need defense wins championships. And I think when you say that, it's different from what it used to mean in the day. Back in the day, defense wins championships means – you shut freaking teams down. You know, you you completely shut them down. You don't let them do shit, right? I think defensive wins championships still holds true, but today that means you just make enough plays defensively. You know, Kansas City Chargers. It's not about the offenses. 
We know they're good. Which, <laughs> yeah, you know they're good. It's going to be which defenses can make enough plays to win the game. So defense wins championships still holds true, and I think the Chargers, they see that. They're going after a Mac to put with Bosa. You've got Derwin James. Now you're going and getting J.C. Jackson, who's been one of the best corners in the league. You're going to put him up with Asante Samuel. I'm I'm all in on the Chargers, man. I'm I'm loving what they're doing. Yeah, that's a good point. I like what they're doing too. And that offense, Justin Herbert's a stud. They got him on his rookie contract. They're bringing in pieces on their defense to shore that up. And uh, yeah, I I like what they're doing. yeah, so that's uh, that wraps up all the position groups and all the players, man. Um, and there's this is just the first wave, <laughs> you know. Yeah. There's still some names. Uh, Joe Schober. This is Wednesday, Wednesday night. So right, we got so, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Oof. Oh my! We God, still here's here's some here's some <laughs> names. Yeah, um, like I said, the the list over at the IDP show that those guys put together is awesome. So make sure you, you check that out. Um, <laughs> So some names out here that aren't signed right now. That unless yeah. there's news that broke, Bobby Wagner's still out there, Kaiser White still out but there. But he's going to Dallas, right? I mean, what we've heard, he's landing in Dallas. It sounds sure sounds that way. Um, Honey Badger still out there, Kaiser White. I said, um, what else we got here? Um, there was one other big name. I mean, Leighton Vander Ash, obviously. Um, okay. Curious to see where he kind of ends up. But, yeah, anyway, there's still a lot of names out there. And um, we're going to see um, more waves of, of signings here. And um, this is this is a heck of a first wave, though, here the first few days. Like you said, the legal, ta- legal tampering period. And then um, today a lot of it being official. So pretty, pretty exciting few days. Yeah, it's huge. I mean, we've – We've seen for the past two or three, two, two and a half days, you know, all these contract signings going on. Today it become official so they can start getting some of this stuff done. But, right. you know, there's a lot of second and third wave guys that are still out there. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, the market's going to dictate what happens with them, you know. Right. And then, of course, the draft is going to dictate some of that. Yep. You know, do we look at some of these guys? Do we wait till the draft and then come back in and try to sign some of these guys? So there's some, still some big names out there. There's still a lot of cuts to come yep. because we got that, what, July 1st deadline? June, well, there's the post-June cuts and then, yeah, there's all kinds June, of stuff. Yeah, so June. So you got the post-June cuts. So there's going to be some movements. Um still yet to come this has been one of the craziest free agency periods i can remember yeah it's been pretty wild to start i mean even with players staying like rogers right staying yeah. home yeah but that's huge news because all indications was he's going to denver or he's whatever yeah right right um and and he stays home now you got all these quarterback movements which i i just the quarterback movements is crazy. That was pretty wild to start everything off. Oh my God. Rogers, Wilson, Wentz, freaking, you name it. It was just insanity. And yeah. um, who knows what's going to go on from there? I'm sure that Garoppolo's still out there, right? 
We saw Trubisky get signed. We have to wait to see where we have to wait and see where Deshaun Watson lands. If Baker Mayfield sounds like he's out of Cleveland with everything going on. Yep, Mariota's still out there. I mean, there's all kinds of craziness to be had right now. Um, And I think it's a quarterback driven league, it's star power, Mm -hmm. but that impacts everything else you do. Money wise, roster wise, team wise. I don't think we've seen the the end of this just yet. So, uh, man, I I don't even want to make predictions because I don't even know. It's crazy right now. Yeah, you've got all these defensive guys moving. You've got all these trades. Um, it has truly been one of the most exciting off seasons that I can remember in some time. Yeah, more to, like you said, more to come, and then it'll before we know it, it'll be draft time, man. Speaking of draft time, speaking of draft time, tomorrow's a big day for us in our our defense wins championship. Oh, I'm locked and loaded, baby. Our buddy, shout out to our buddy Dude, who runs the league, um, who joins us all the time on IDP Nation. Um, I'm sure he'll be back soon when we when he when he got has the time to hang with us. But uh, tomorrow is the big day. Yep, and and for y'all that don't know what we're talking about, this is a it's called defensive. Defense wins championships, and it's a defensive-only league. So there is no offense whatsoever in this league. Uh, This is year two. No, year three. Uh, No, year three. Sorry, year three. And it's, like I said, it's all IDP, so we're about to start our IDP draft. And once it's concluded, I will copy and paste and share it with y'all, let y'all see kind of. I think there's some good info there. I mean, you can kind of – it gives you a good reference of what IDP only is, and then you can kind of go back and compare it with uh, your offensive stuff. But sure. And it'll man, be interesting to – Me, Dude, Kyle, Doc, um, Chop. Chop, uh, Trip. Trip, yeah, our boy yeah. Trip. I mean, there's um, some big names in this J- league. Jason from DLF just joined. Yeah. Um, Perma, yeah. who we don't like. We don't like Perma because <laughs> he won it last year. He's an asshole. You know, um, <laughs> I know Perma listens to us, so he'll appreciate that. But, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's such a crazy league. It's it's different from anything I've ever done. Yeah, it's awesome. It's a lot of and fun. I like so. it. I love it. Yep. And this is the league that you stole Max Crosby off of, man. Yes, sir. Stole him. I think you owe me. I owe you nothing. Yeah, you owe me. I owe you nothing. (laughs) Anyway, so yeah, that'll be starting tomorrow at 7 a.m. Can't wait. I'll start posting some of my picks uh, on Twitter. I'll let you know what I'm doing. I think I've got 106, 107, and 113. So I've got three first rounders. Um, Be interesting to see. I know my top six. I know my top six, which will get me through my first pick. Then I got seven and thirteen. It'll be interesting to see if anybody falls there. You know, I I might be wanting to trade up from the eleventh pick, so you never know. Hey, my hey, I'm always open. Like seven eleven, baby, twenty four seven. Yeah, I know. I know how you roll. 
You know how I roll? I know how you roll. Okay. As long as you know. <laughs> but, yeah, good stuff. I can't wait to do that. Um, man, we've been rolling. It's only been an hour and 20 minutes. Seems like 20 minutes. Right? Yeah, no, I flew by, yeah, man. It's been a quick one tonight. Um, and, well, I mean, it's still an hour and 20 minutes. It's not like yeah, hour and it's 20 been 20 minutes. minutes. But, you, know, you know, they came to see Hollywood. I mean, hey. They always do, right? They always do, Kyle. <laughs> no, that's they don't come to see me, I promise you. Um, anyway, be sure to check out our website, idpnation.com. It's it's dedicated to our podcast, IDP Nation. Um, when you pull it up, it's going to pull up all the podcasts and all that stuff, but they are different tabs across the top. So you can go check out articles. Be patient with us. We're going to have some articles rolling through there. It's going to list newest to oldest. So check those out. Um, there's a review tab where you can go in and rate and review us. Spotify, um, iTunes, all those. Leave us a good review because the better the review, the more people will find us, the more followers we will get. Um, there's PayPal if you want to support us on PayPal. Um then you can scroll all the way down, and there's a sponsor tag where you can scroll all the way down. You can hit some of our sponsors, Action 24-7, um, MFL, um, Trophy Smack, Goth, Trophy Smack, Gothic.com, and there's also a link to our Patreon uh, site down there, so you can click on that. Three tiers, do whatever you want to do. Uh, like I said, we had a great one-on-one tonight with one of our Patreons. A lot of fun. Lo- it was, loved it. it. Was we spent fun. an hour with him breaking down rosters, going over yep. his teams. Um, love doing that. It's it's so much more personal when you can do actual scoring, actual rosters. Because, you know, me and Kyle can only tell you so much, you know, without knowing your roster limits and sizes and scoring and all that. So it's mm-hmm. kind of general. But when you can log on and do that and get that one-on-one with it's amazing. Our Patreon chat has just been on fire the last week or so, um, especially with me. I've been blowing it up with every uh, fridge signing, trading, everything I can find defensively. I've been putting it in there. So uh, go check that out. I mean, that's another perk you get being a Patreon. Um, we've got so much going on. Uh, let us know what you like, what you don't like. And uh, whew, it's been a hell of a night, Kyle. Yeah, it has, man. A lot of fun, a lot of good hey, discussion. Hey, kudos to you. I know I've kind of slacked the last few weeks with work or whatever, but damn, you've been bringing it with the uh, with the show shoots and stuff. Proud of you, brother. Hey, thanks, man. I appreciate that. Just no, trying man. to do my part, man. He, yeah. he, he done got the big head. See? I gave him a compliment. It swelled up like five sizes too big. No, it's not at all. I said thanks. You know, I appreciate the. I appreciate you being nice to me. Don't let it go to your head. I'm not. I'm not even getting used to it at this point. Yeah, I wouldn't if I was you. I'm not. <laughs> but no, man, this was uh, this was a lot of fun. Um, I'm sure next week, whenever we get to it, we'll have oh, more. Yeah. We'll have more free agents to cover, and I mean, um, this is only Wednesday. I can't, I can't imagine by next Tuesday or Wednesday what's going to go down. Right, exactly. So, um, yeah, I expect next week for us to have plenty to talk about again. So, yep, get um, all your questions in, all your trades, all your rookie drafts, questions, etc. 
values, comps, whatever, get them in to me and Kyle, IDP yep. Nation, let us know. We'll get them on the show. Um, whew, man, I love this time of year. I do. You got freaking free agency. You got freaking draft stuff going. You got the combine. You got the draft. Oh, man, you got the draft. And then fantasy-wise, you're making trades. You're making moves. You're cutting, dropping. Mm-hmm. I love this time of year better than anything fancy wise. I really do. No, it's a lot of fun because there's a, like you said, there's lots to you're preparing for your rookie drafts. You got to get your rosters lined up, and it's there's a lot going on, and it it's a fun time of year, man. It's uh, it, it's sure exciting. Yep. With that said. Kyle, if you don't have anything else, I think we've covered it all, man. No, it's uh, man, this was a, a lot of fun to, to talk through these free agent signings and, and IDP, you know, wise where what it before, does. Before we go, everything that we've talked about, one free agent signing or trade that you love most IDP so far. Uh Devondre Campbell going back to Green Bay. Fair enough. I'm a homer and I love it because I, I know you are. God bless your little heart. You are a homer. I'm a homer. I have them on plenty of my rosters, and I'm a Packer fan, so I'm I'm just loving it. So let's go. And I'm not hating that. I'm not hating that. But I'm gonna go Chandler Jones to the Raiders. Nice. I I, I, I like it with Max Crosby. Yeah, it's about to get real down there. They're fixing yep. to get nasty. You best be ready. They're co- they're coming yes, for sir. you. <laughs> yes, sir. Chandler Jones. I, I love that move for the Raiders. I like it. Huge yeah, upgrade no. over in Gawkway. I love it. Uh, no, that's that's gonna be a fun duo. Yes, sir. It is. Does that help? I don't know how to question that. Do you think Chandler Jones? Stays elite. Well, see, my question is, who do you think it helps better, Chandler Jones or or Crosby? But I think Chandler Jones is always that fifteen to twenty sack guy, that elite. So it kind of contradicts what I was my question because I That's, think it's it automatically true. helps Crosby, right? Well, I mean, Crosby led the league in pressures last year, so he played pretty damn good. I don't know that you can get. He just didn't have a ton of sack luck, you know. As far as that goes, yeah, but, but did he have a whole lot of help though? Right. I mean, it, it's I mean, good. It can't. It can't. It can't hurt having Chandler Jones on the other side. No, exactly. But he already led the league in pressure, so I expect Max Crosby to stay. You know, making shit happen, and it only helps when you have a guy like Chandler Jones who's going to be hungry on the other side. And uh, no, it's I like it for both. It's going to be awesome. Yep, I do too. Go buy some Chandler Jones. That's where I'm at. Um, I dig it. I can get on board with that. Buy some Max Crosby too, because I think his ceiling is going to rise too. So, yeah, I I expect um, more sacks out of Crosby this year. Those pressures are going to get converted. Yeah, I think he gets in that ten to twelve range this year. Yeah, coming up, I like it. Because, and I guess that's what I was trying to say was, you know what you're getting with Jones. He's always going to be that fifteen to twenty sack guy. So I think he kind of elevates Crosby into that ten to twelve guy, mm-hmm. um, which I think is huge. Um, Man, what a great show, Kyle. I can't wait till next week. 
a week from now, can you imagine the shit we're going to have to go over? Yeah. It's going to be uh, just a pack. Just, just the sheet's going to be just as full as it is this week. I'm sure. <laughs> right. <laughs> it is. It so is. Um, once again, we thank everybody for listening, supporting us, Patreon, PayPal, idpnation.com. Go check it out. Uh, rate, review, help us grow. Uh, check out some articles. We're going to start banging those things out. The Patreon's where it's at, uh, especially if you're into Davy stuff. Go check that out. Uh, we've got all kinds of stuff going on. Like I said, tonight, before we jumped on, we did like an hour and... 10 hour and 20 minute episode with uh steven one of our listeners yep. one of our patreons we broke down rosters uh, you know cuts trades all kinds of stuff so i love doing that stuff uh it's well worth it so check us out there and um we will see you next week absolutely yep um Hey, let's do it again next week. Uh, shout out to everybody. Thanks for listening. Uh, thanks to all the patrons. And shout out to Steven for chatting with us before the show. That was a lot of fun. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah, man, it should be just as much to talk about next week. And looking forward to it, dude. Yep. We will definitely be running it back next week. So, uh, once again, thanks for supporting us. We appreciate you so much. Yeah. And with that, we are out. Peace. Tighten up.